Hello, hello, and welcome to Crub episode whatever it is. Today we're going to be talking about building bonds through gaming. What does that mean? And how do we build these bonds? Sean, go ahead and take us off. So, hi, my name is Sean Wolfkeosan. Uh, also, today with me is All Hail Bucket. Say hi. What's up? And also, Brody, say hi. Hi, I'm Brody. That is that is Brody. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to introduce everybody real quick. And also, Moriarty was the one who brought us in uh, with that lovely, lovely voice. Uh, just so you know, he's not text-to-speech. We thought about it, but like, no, he has proven to be real. He exists. We just don't know where. He just exists outside of time. And speaking of time, it's time to build some bonds. That is the worst way I could introduce this, and it's only <laughs> yeah. going to go up from here. Um, so today I want to talk about how we build bonds to gaming, uh, whether that be um, through, say, playing games together on a couch, to meeting friends by online gaming, like I've met some of you, uh, to even just gaming with family on game nights. So uh, I wanted to ask Brody, whenever you think of building bonds through gaming, is there anything that like specifically like a moment sticks out to you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I actually I was excited for this one because I actually uh, I think I have a good a good story for it, because uh, the best man at my wedding I mm -hmm. met when I was like 12 years old on Little Big Planet. Uh, really? Back, yeah. Yeah. Back like back. um I must have been in high school, so maybe I was uh, maybe I was 13 or something. But anyway, uh, I, I've known him for ooh, 14 years now, uh, give or take. Mm -hmm. And uh, I literally the, the story of of how we met was I was on Little Big Planet and I had just gotten my PS3 uh, the previous summer, but it was like February. And I had made a bet with my friend in class uh, that I could get the, the platinum trophy for the game before the end of February. And mm -hmm. the problem with that is that uh, there's trophies in the game that require you to publish a level and then get like 50 likes on the level, basically, and like 30 likes as a creator on the whole the whole platform. Mm -hmm. And when you're, you know, unless you have some kind of reach, like it's kind of difficult to get that to happen. So the way that you the way that you do that essentially is doing a YouTube sub for sub thing. But I would literally uh, there, there was a feature. <laughs> There's a feature in the game that let you just kind of jump into anybody's uh, like open party game because it was like a four player co-op game, technically. And I would just right. use that. I would jump in, play a level with people, get sent back to my my hub. And then I would go into the player's met list, which was a feature on PS3. And I would just go down the list and I would say, yo, heart for heart on like <laughs> levels or whatever. And one guy, God, one that's... guy got back to me and he just the, the first interaction that we ever had was me being like, yo, heart for heart, my level or whatever. And he goes, wow, desperate much. God. That's so, <laughs> and so you just knew you just had like a vibe. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I mean, that that was the first interaction <laughs> with with someone who turned out to be one of my one of my best friends uh, and the, be the best man at my wedding, because what had happened was uh, a few of those people that I did, I would I would hop back in with them and talk to them and I would just play Little Big Planet. And then with him specifically, uh, we didn't even use the 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 voice feature or anything. We would just talk over like the PlayStation <laughs> like keyboard text oh. chat within Little Big Planet. But <laughs> oh, that eventually that was that eventually evolved into PlayStation Three voice chats, which, if you remember, couldn't be done while playing a game. So we yeah. would just like hang out, and then eventually we played uh, uh, Borderlands uh, and Red Dead Redemption. 
And, uh, you know, it just, it just kind of spiraled from there that we, we became friends. And now, like, he's friends with my friends. I'm friends with his friends. Like, it's, you know, our lives are just intertwined uh, in that way. And I've done, actually, uh, a couple years ago, I did a charity stream with him. You guys have met him. It's Jordan. I didn't oh, know that. Oh, yeah. oh that's cool awesome. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. So oh, incredible. I mean, we, I, we've had amazing games. It's why that I, I love playing co-op games with people, because there's... I there's no better bonding experience for me personally than playing mm. a co-op game with somebody. And I play multiplayer games and stuff too. Like, but there's something about co-op games specifically where you're both working towards kind of the same goal and sharing in the experience of like experiencing that. So it's like watching a show with somebody, but with oh, the yeah. the the added aspect of like the games. And we're both into like we're both into Borderlands or any game that we would play. Um, you know, we both had this kind of mutual respect for games where. We would be quiet during cutscenes, or we would like make mm. little comments the same way. I mean, we watched Breaking Bad together over Skype, I think, at some point. Um, but that <laughs> I I've made a lot of friends that way. But he was mm. sort of the first, and like, I guess the most like what? impactful on my life, like the cornerstone uh, to really set you forward with that. Yeah, yeah, and I, Skype I would say insane. <laughs> I would say that like that's sort of what. I mean, in a way, I mean, I, I owe a lot to Little Big Planet, but I could mm. I could go for I'm not going to go for hours on that, but I'm going to I'm going to jump to the next thing, which is like. Being able to then talk to people online just so mm. casually to be like, oh, yeah, well, let's play this game or let's talk about this game. I I, um, I mean, God, I could I could. I just want to know. I mean, planet. So just no, 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 just jump on It's not even Little Big Planet. I have. Like I, I made my best friend in college by talking about Infamous on my first day of college. I made friends with Kevin by like jumping into Ant Dude's Discord server when he had one and talking about Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> like that's why I'm here right now. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, well, speaking of games bringing us into Crub, yeah, I think that's a good jumping off point for me. Well, first of all, I do want to acknowledge what Brody said in that um, I recently had. A conversation with my parents where I was like, oh, yeah, I never really told them about like you guys. Right. Like I've I have mentioned you guys. I've talked about Crub. They I know I've, it exists. They know you guys exist. I, but, I've texted my mom about you one time. I remember. Yeah, you didn't. God. Right. Well, my, my parents knew my parents knew all of you. They had heard your names before, but I never really explained to them like, you know, that some of you live in completely some of the crub crew like live completely elsewhere. Right. And I mean, they yeah, didn't, I, they just like, didn't comprehend that you can have friendships as an adult that are like very long distance or facilitated by the internet or via video games. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just think that's so beautiful. I think it makes the world a lot smaller and mm -hmm. I think it really brings people together in that way. Oh, absolutely. Now, as for a brief history of Nico in terms of um, video games and, and bringing my friendships together, right? Mm. Um, I have mentioned it time and time again on the podcast that Bloodborne is probably my favorite game of all time. Yeah. Not necessarily. on my chest at this point. Yeah. <laughs> Bloodborne right, is exactly. Nico's favorite game. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, probably Nico's probably. favorite game of all time. Yeah, well, the thing is, it's not my favorite game because it's my favorite game in terms of gameplay. That would go to Sekiro as of right now, but that's sort of a fluid um, mm. position. It's my favorite game because it 
brought a lot to the table for me in terms of opening up doors, mm-hmm. right? I didn't believe that I could or would have fun to the level that I did with Bloodborne with any video game. And then I did that mm. and it flipped the switch. I found something that really, really worked for me and that continues to work for me to this day. Um, but without that, you know, I don't become as close with, you know, your Justins of the world, you know, mm. your people that I was friends with, but I wasn't at the time as close with as I am right now. Um, me and Kevin were, were always kind of close, right? Like, you know, there was that, but, um, it just opened up a new facet of our relationship that I think would not have been there had I, um, not gave Bloodborne the try because I was afraid Mm. that it was too hard. I, I, and I still do have this philosophy to a certain extent of like, you know, games, why would I play a game on hard mode? I have a life, um, you know, like too much there's already and I, I shouldn't say it that way i should say it you know the the way that i'm actually thinking about it which is that there's enough struggle going on in the world real life is hard real life is difficult so why would i want my video games and my entertainment my distractions to be difficult right mm-hmm. um but then i flip reverse that on its head because a lot of people do see bloodborne and the souls games to be difficult but um they're not for me because that's how I was socialized to video games. And it brought me much closer um, to my friends. It opened up different doors of video game dumb that mm-hmm. I am very happy to um, be a part of. Uh, Moriarty, do you have any any stories that are, that are sort of like that? Or, or your relationship with video games bringing you closer to people? There's so many, right? Like, I don't find it to be strange that video games create relationships anymore um not not to say that a whole bunch of people do but there is this sort of idea i guess amongst some of the older generations that is sort of like online dating how can you make a friend with somebody that you don't spend any time with and the thing is is that you spend quite a lot of time with people that you game with a lot um Mm -hmm. one of my very best friends that i i've had for a long time um we met in school and we both went our separate ways and I haven't seen him physically like in, I don't even know. He lives in another country now and uh, it's prohibitively expensive for me to visit. And yet playing co-op video games is how we maintained our friendship for many, many years. He's met several of my, you know, relationship partners uh, and built Mm -hmm. friendships with them through playing video games together. Uh, Not, you know, to, to, to uh, follow up on that, relationships themselves. I've had so many relationships where gaming is a major part of it, where that is something that we do together as a, you know, an activity to spend time. Um, I've, gone, <laughs> I've gone on, you know, like early dating playing Portal 2 co-op because, boy, that's a mm-hmm. great experience to just kind of sit and chat. And it's sort of the same experience that I get from something like um, uh, like a PAL world or a Minecraft or something like that, where I'm able mm-hmm. to just not really focus on the game so much as doing an activity together remotely and, and building that relationship and having these kind of conversations um, mm-hmm. and, and getting to know somebody through that. In fact, Portal 2 is, the, the co-op is my favorite way to get to know somebody because you can just, 
chat while doing this thing that is idle and not particularly difficult and you know you can just kind of get through it and spend as much time as you want and there's these nice healthy breaks in between where you can be like do you want to do another section or are you good now right and like yeah that's good i i love this because years ago em you described portal to me as your go-to game to see if you hate someone well that too yeah. right <laughs> like that's the thing it gets me to know them a lot better because i tell you what if you mm -hmm. spend an hour or two doing puzzles with somebody, you'll pretty quickly decide whether or not you don't like them. Uh, so it's yeah, really we should, good. We should and, play and, Portal together. Right, it, that's the thing. <laughs> so when I say that it's something that I've done early dates and it's one of my favorite ways to get to know somebody, it's also my favorite way to know if I don't like somebody. And so I've mm. used that on both sides, building bonds and choosing not to build bonds through gaming. Breaking. Yeah. And I think one of the, maybe the best uh, um, example of this is us, right? Like every single person here I met online, every single person on Crub I've met online, and now mm -hmm. I own a business with them, you know, and like I barely spend time with these people in person. We meet each other once or twice a year, and no, never once, never once have all eight of us been together in the same room. It has That's never valid. happened. Yeah, I think the highest we got was seven. Seven at a, oh my God, at yeah. a TMG. Yeah, you're right. It's never right. happened. And it Highest may never happen. <laughs> like, there's a good yeah. possibility that just because of how we're spread apart, it will never actually occur well, with all eight of us actually, in the same room. There is one way that it could happen, and that is if you, yes, you, subscribe to Crub right now on all platforms. That's right. Yep. I, I'm taking this for a plug. Uh, Crub official on all platforms, except for Twitch, which is Crub underscore official, where we stream live. Uh, every Tuesday night uh, with an exclusive pre and post show starting around 630. Uh, join our discord at crub.org slash join. Uh, it is public. It is free. You, yes, you can be in the same discord server as us and uh, patreon.com slash crub where you can find all of this extra content that we put out weekly, sometimes multiple times a week. Uh, where you can hear me actually be intelligent about something and talk about music uh, amongst a lot of other things. I needed to toot my own horn on that one. Fellas, did you. I forget anything no, in no, the plug? And, and, no, and it's actually true. If we get to uh, one million patrons, I will be physically teleported into Sean's room. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. Yeah. Well, actually, we might be able to manufacture the device that will let Sean live in our heads rent-free. Yeah, uh, and it is rent-free. That's the biggest thing because, man... Right. Rent is not cheap nowadays. So, so speaking of the rent, M, you were saying? God. What? Yes. <laughs> he so, wasn't saying anything about rent. What? It, well, it, it introduced <laughs> me to all of the people here. You know, I, I've had um, several relationships through it uh, with gaming, not through it, but, but with gaming. Um, I've met partners through games, you know, playing video games, built relationships. And it's something that I use to keep my friendships together as well. So I think that building a bond through gaming is uh, very real and maybe even more real for me than going out to a bar and meeting somebody there. I can't remember the last time I made a friend I met myself. You know what I mean? Like, I can't remember <laughs> the last person that I I came up to and was like hey how you doing and then we became friends i, I honestly can't remember mm -hmm. but i can tell you that i've made lots of friends who i talk to exclusively through discord or twitter and um mm -hmm. i feel that they are very real friends that you know i could uh and they are i could mm -hmm. borrow money from if i needed to and i think that's that's the thing right yeah man i love that oh, yeah i uh so for me um 
because I've built a lot of relationships through gaming, whether that be friends that I've made, um, even familiar, not familiar. Uh, I meant to say family, but I screwed it up. It's okay. We're going to keep that in. Uh, but I really built a lot of like family relationships as well. Um, both of my grandparents actually helped me get into gaming. Uh, I would play Kirby's Adventure at my one grandma's on the NES, and then I'd play Donkey Kong Country on the Super Nintendo with my other grandma. And I it got to the point where like <laughs> those left such good memories with me that I ended up getting a tattoo in honor of them. Um, and that really set me, it really set me forth in, you know, really pushing forward towards this game. And this was like early 90s, by the way, like this was gaming wasn't really big at all back then. And so I was like really getting into it. And um, I remember the the moment that I realized that games could be so much more than just something you do uh, alone and you could actually build friendships or be yourself was uh, when I was in third grade. Um, I got put into a private school uh, because I was hanging out with like not really a great crowd and they were having a really bad influence on me. Um, I wasn't really being a bad kid. It was just I was trying to, you know, be the crazy one, the one that everyone likes to hang out with and would do dumb things like pull a fire alarm in the <laughs> middle of school. Uh, I did that three times and they were like, hey, Sean, you need to stop that, sir. And I'm like, well, I don't know that it would do that. You can't. You've done this three times. You can't do that. You know this. <laughs> um dude were, were you like a roar xd kid we'll get to that um, i can see that <laughs> we'll get to that uh but so in third so in, i ended up going to a private school in third grade and uh the private school there was like very few kids there and i was one of the few people that played any kind of video games and the kids around me didn't really like me again it's a private school there's like maybe 25 of us in a class um, so everyone already had their clicks. They already had their friendships. I was a new kid. I was a new kid that no one wanted to talk to. And I remember like I would get picked on so often for like literally anything. If I liked the band and talked about, I get picked on. If I um, spoke up and missaid anything, I'd get picked on. It was like everybody in that class was against me early on. And I'll never forget that. And uh, I remember one day at recess because um, we were in a private school, it only went up to like eighth grade. So like. Uh, it was recess and I remember just like breaking down like I went over to like this uh, trailer because like recess was only in like a the school parking lot because they didn't have a field. But I remember going over to the trailer and just breaking down crying and I just I, I just couldn't take it because like, you know, I had all these people that I wanted to be friends with. No one wanted to talk to me. No one wanted anything to do with me. And it felt so isolating because I also didn't feel that at home. And I'll, I'll never forget this. I don't know. It, I was probably crying pretty loud. It's third grade. I don't really know, you know, how loud I was. But I'll never forget these seventh and eighth graders came over to me. And again, I would get picked on by everybody. And they came over to me and they're like, hey, dude, dude what's going on? And I just couldn't speak. And they uh one sat sat down next to me he's like hey you know it's all good it's all good hey what do you like what do you like to do and like immediately the first thing that came to mind i was just like uh i've been playing pokemon gold a lot on the game boy and i'm really liking it and he's like dude i like i, I love that game and so me and him started talking about it and like other people were like dude you know that's really cool blah 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 i was like yeah i like it I started to talk about how I got out of like a cave that like you're supposed to have flash where I didn't have flash, but I was able to navigate myself through it just in the dark. And 
the uh this is really cringe but i don't care i third grade i can be cringe now and i can be cringe then. Be, to be cringe is to be free yeah, i hold I, to that i was sure. like yeah you could just call me like i don't know call me the game guy because i like to do games and they're like cool we'll call you game guy don't you dare do this <laughs> uh, but anyway <laughs> so they were like yeah cool you know that's awesome and so like they started to find out some games i liked and what i would do is the friends that I made in like seventh and eighth grade, they were like, oh, I'm playing like Tony Hawk. So I would go on my computer because I was one of like 10 people that had one back then. Uh, I would go on my computer, find cheat codes for like Tony Hawk and all these other games. Like, hey, here's Mortal Kombat. I'd write it down on pieces of paper, give it to them like, hey, you could do all this cool stuff with that and this. And the more I would, you know, write this stuff, the more like we talk about things. And then the younger kids in my class were like, oh, this this guy actually is kind of. It's not cool, but like the older kids are talking to him. So that must mean <laughs> something. Uh, and so like it really gave me that foundation to just be unapologetically myself, whether that be cringe or loud or whatever it may be. Like it was like that moment that I realized that, wow, gaming can be cool. Awesome. And then I try to make friends. And throughout the time, like I ended up uh, the next year, I made a really good friend who I'm still friends with to this day. Like I've been to her wedding and everything. It's, it's really interesting to see how great uh, gaming has been in my life. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, and again, let's ignore the whole game guy thing, because that's going to stick with me for the rest of my life. But, I, I wish that, we wouldn't. Yeah. Dude, you know what? No, I, I like I wish we wouldn't, but it doesn't feel natural. It's not like it's it, not natural. It, that, like there are a very, lot of things. There are mm. a lot of things, Sean, and and I love you, but I think I think all of us have a lot of things to be made fun of for. Uh, no, calling you game guy is not one of them. No, it doesn't feel natural. Um, right, like it's it, not as it's not as funny as like the fact that he's never just, completed a video game. Right, it's not as funny That's, as the fact that you've not played Kingdom Hearts yet. <laughs> yeah, um, you're right. That is exceptionally more funny. Yeah, uh, right. It doesn't feel right. Just calling him game guy is like what bringing up something from the past. Yeah. That, that feels I, like what, I, what I like about it is is like is how it is like the quintessential like knockoff Game Boy name. Yeah. I was gonna say like that, yeah. but also like one of those like you know angry video game nerd ripoffs that also I tried to do that a long time ago. Uh, that's why my yeah you know I'm not gonna go down that road. We'll talk about that some other day. That. All those videos are gone, by the way. Those videos are long gone. Oh, that's valid. The gamer valid. rage uh, was so, so bad. Uh, you, um, you bring up a, a, a really good point, Sean, which I I, uh, I was thinking about, which is that, that early, like, elementary school element of it. Because I feel like with my elementary school, it, everyone played, like, some game. And usually it was like, I remember there, there was a whole contingent of people at my school that went out at recess and they had this whole make-believe game where they all role-played a different like link from zelda so like this guy's green link and this guy's red link and this guy's dark <laughs> link or whatever i couldn't join in because i hadn't played any legend of zelda at that point so i just went uh. off with with my friend and we just kind of like went and just we, 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 we like made our own like thing like that was just like original and we did our thing or whatever we which used Sly to do Cooper are you i'm Sly cooper one which one are you also Sly cooper I, one. i'm tennessee kid cooper we used to do similar things dude like we had like i mean the thing was none of us had played all of my friends growing up were casual gamers like super casual right like yeah um to the point where it's like we had playstations but mm -hmm. like no one knew how to like 
you know, yeah. And then by the point we got to like a PS3 era, right, where we were like in high Pit school, filter. maybe like yeah. developed a little bit. We were playing Call of Duty, right? We were playing mm-hmm. Mod 2. We were playing. Oh, yeah. Mod 2 was an excellent, excellent friendship builder. But I digress. Um, we used to do the same thing with Zelda. The thing was that none of us had played a single Zelda game or really <laughs> Nintendo game for that matter, other mm-hmm. than like Pokemon being on a Nintendo console, right? But like, uh, we've picked the links from Smash Melee. So mm-hmm. it was like, it was like one of us was young Link and the other was Link. And then I was usually the odd man out. So I was, ne- I was, um, never anything. But I think it's like the, Ness. I don't know why. Yes, I, I could. I could see you being being like a Ness player. I don't know why. I kind of get that vibe. Yeah, I feel like if you got really um, into it, you'd be. I feel like Ness is too. I I feel like Ness is too complex. I feel like Nico yeah, would want no, something. No, no, like, yeah, I'm a I'm a Ganon. I'm a Bizarro yeah. Flame Ganon type of guy. Yes, but I see, if if Nico went super hard into Smash, you'd be Ness. That's what I mean. I, I don't like, know, you, man. I, still I, I don't feel know. It's like, just a feeling. Feeling- I feel like I'm not like creative enough to like be good with something that's like not in the meta. And I feel like uh, if I if but- I got really into Smash, I would learn the meta. Like I wouldn't be like that one guy who got really good at the Yoshi in the meta in mm-hmm. the um the melee meta, right? But I, I would be more like a you know, a um top fox player, right? Like someone that plays everything like entirely within the mm-hmm. meta by the book. I feel like that's how I would I would go about that. Right. Um, but uh, br- bring up Smash though. I I will say like there's there's no greater bond you can have than mm-hmm. with a couple of people in the same room as you playing Super Smash Bros and all making your names like who yeah. ass and come. I I built a whole acapella group on what on Smash. How? Were you so, just like wait, hold on? It, I, I know what you mean, but I'm just imagining like you inviting like these like 42 individuals what? like, all right. So instead of you guys uh, auditioning for this, there's only going to be eight of you. And to make this happen, you have to play Super Smash Brothers. And if you win, <laughs> you move on. Well, well, um, well so- no, no, I don't care. You're going to pick your character. <laughs> so it wasn't it was a pre-existing acapella group that I joined, you know, as a freshman in college. Right. Um, and that is to this day where like some of my best friends come from mm-hmm. um we were friends from acapella right but it was like i started off i i did the um i went from i did the like you know low mid card to main eventer storyline mm-hmm. myself where i um you know was bullied and like kind of you know lightly bullied but i was bullied and then later on i became like music director and then president and everything and like people started to like and respect me and now they are some of my closest friends mm-hmm. um you know and the reason that i say i built the acapella group on the back of smash is that uh we would you know i always thought it was more important with a group like that where everyone has this base level of talent mm-hmm. you know it made more sense for us to be friends and our group sound better because we just have a good synergy mm-hmm. than um, for us to just sound good based on pure technicality alone. I feel like there's no soul to that. I feel like there's um, just an X factor that's not there if you don't do that, right? And it, right. I was proven right. Um, because after I left, the group was like a little bit more music focused and and they're just they were just not as happy like people were telling me and they were just, and it showed in their sound. Now, mm-hmm. 
they would come to my house. We would play level nine CPU smash. We would write wrestling storylines for it. I was the wrestling fan. They what? were not, but I brought them into it. Like we would write like story. We would say, okay, if this, if this K rule wins, um, you know, uh, our acapella group gets like defunded or something like that. <laughs> All right, we're getting no more money, guys. Like, I mean, then, it was just like in kayfabe, but then we would I'm, like have redemption arcs. And I'm, I'm just imagining you know. like your teacher being there. Like, you know what? Yeah, no. if you guys lose this person, you you don't get any money. We we operated we operated very much like under the radar where like we had our academic yeah. advisor, but no one ever talked to him. We only talked to him once a year when we had to get like reinstated as like a, as like an organization. But yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's how I built, you know, that's how I built an entire uh, friend group pretty much based on smash, which I know Justin actually has a good story for, for this stuff. I'll let him tell that on a later pod, but he has a good like origin story with smash mm -hmm. that kind of fits right into what what both Brody and Sean had had just brought to the table. I, I mean, one of one of my most memorable birthday parties. Uh, it was very simple. It was I invited all of my friends over to my house and I set up in the living room like I don't know, probably like five or six TVs, and I put like each of my consoles on one of the TVs. And mm -hmm. I don't even think we had multiplayer games up. I mean, we might have had Smash up on on GameCube at one point, but literally it was like. Lego Star Wars, uh, Paper Mario N64, and we would all just sit in the room playing games as if mm. it was like an arcade, just like hanging out. Yeah. And I, I love that birth. I, I seek to replicate that in my daily life, like continuously. Like that's just the idea of being able to just hang out, play single player games or whatever, yeah. but just mm. be chatting with friends. I, I love that. And I, I would say that I like, Video games are so integral to like my life. I, mm -hmm. if you were to remove them, I would not even remotely be the same person because I have built, mm -hmm. I think, every single bond I have ever had mm -hmm. uh, with a video game. Every, every every meaningful one that's like yeah. that's that's stuck around. Like they've all been built in some fashion over video games, whether it's playing with like playing them or or talking about them like at school, like coming back right. and be like, oh, like this secret and this secret or whatever. Um, or even like I, uh, my my wife is approaching her twenty thousandth hour on Sims Four. Oh my she's, God. she's very very close. And one of the oh earliest things that we God. did, yeah, wow. one of the earliest things we did was we hopped in a we hopped in a Discord call, and uh, she was I, I told her I'm like I want to see your Sims houses, but I want you to present them to me as if you're a realtor showing me around. Oh my, that's it, awesome! It was, dude. It was great. Oh my it was God, so that's good. Awesome. I respect yeah. that. I that M, I don't know. M, you, sorry, I have a quick question for M. You ever been bullied? Yeah. Have I ever been bullied? What? He doesn't even know what that word means. Um, oh, that's right. I mean, maybe. <laughs> Did you overcome <laughs> it with gaming? No. God. Okay. <laughs> sorry. Continue, Sean. God, I was. Oh, I was gonna say like it reminded. Well, while Brody was talking like immediately. Like I remember like the old school going on my computer you know the whole dial-up noise and just playing runescape and just remembering like learning about scams through runescape because runescape taught me the best and the worst of people and i will never forget i never gave everyone a password because i always i always knew like hey asterisks don't touch that no absolutely not but like I didn't know about like going to certain forests and people being able to kill me and steal my stuff or anything like that so i this is going off of the whole uh, bullying thing. 
Moriarty, have you ever learned any tough lessons like that or been the one to teach people <laughs> the tough lessons by taking them to a force and destroying them uh, inside of RuneScape? Not in yeah, real yeah, life, how many obviously. How many people have you taken to the forest? I've taken no people <laughs> to any forest. Uh, I don't what about know that animals? I've learned any, any strong life lessons from forests either. <laughs> well, I, I meant like just RuneScape in general. But I've like, never played RuneScape. I, I, Really? Yeah, why would I play I, that? I, it looks like crap. It does, but it's... Well, <laughs> then again, I, I saw it when I was younger, so I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah, I do have the old game jank um, filter where, like, I, I can't oh, play... Okay. I can't play, like, old games that are too janky like like that, like RuneScape, where the graphics are kind of like, I can't mm. tell what's going on well, e. y You know what would be fun, Nico, is if we could get you at some point for content, so you, you'll, you'd be willing to do it. Yeah, if it's play for content, I'll do almost anything for content. That's playing true. Playing the, the, Bloodborne, the Bloodborne PS1 D-Master fan game. Right, 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 right. Well, I think, are they getting a cease and desist for that? That might be uh, Bloodborne for, Kart. For karting, for karting. Bloodborne Kart, they got the yeah, cease yeah. and desist, yeah. Which is tragic, by the way. Like, yeah. I've not played that game. I really have no interest in playing Bloodborne Kart, but it, that is tragic. I, I, I don't like that. <laughs> it, it is. Ah, oh, yeah. Like, they, I, they I literally that. could just put one silly thing in there and call it a parody. And then it'd be fine. <laughs> Another way you know that yeah. building bonds has happened for me is um, mm -hmm. with my own community. So on my Discord, every Tuesday, I hold a game night. Every Tuesday night, um, or I'm sorry, Monday. Monday, every every Monday night at uh, 7 p.m. So exactly nice. opposite of this this podcast. And yeah. um, 7 o'clock, you know, we, we play mostly CSGO, but obviously CSGO's gone now, so it's been CS2 um, mm. when there's less than 10 people. And then we've also played, you know, some Fortnite and some uh, Unfortunate Spacemen and Among Us and all these kind of things. Uh, and mm -hmm. that's that's really been a, a super cool way for me to sort of bond with people that are in my my realm, as it were, but aren't really friends. Right. Like I'm mm -hmm. very conscientious of the parasocial nature that these things can have. And so I tend oh, yeah. to be pretty standoffish right like i'm not gonna be the DMing amount of you. hearts you broke just yeah. now with that i mean well but yeah. that's why i always ask you like whenever i hop into a call with you i always ask you like you know how do you know this person yeah yeah right? that's true every time I, I bring nico in to play like Fortnite or something it's like how do you know each other um because sometimes i'll play with a fan right uh sometimes i'll play with a patron or something like that and uh and yeah. uh, nico will jump in with us to play some <laughs> Fortnite or something I, I have, to, I have to know. I have to know how many digits of your social I can reveal. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that, that's because I'm incredibly private. Yeah. Right. There's no photos of me online, and, and there's no information about me. Um, I even shorten my name to just M. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm a big fan of not being murdered, and I think that that's important with regards to the parasocial thing. Is that I don't want to be murdered, uh, and that mm. happens too frequently to where it's like youtuber killed by fan and it's like i don't want to be that i, I just don't um yeah. but i, I do I tend to, to separate myself a little bit parasocially from my fanhood uh but i do play with them and i play games with them and that gives me sort of this opportunity to get to know them and for them to get to know me and sort of build a little bit more of a relationship there as opposed to just like here's your two dollars on patreon you know what i mean um yeah. or comments on on a youtube video or whatever 
uh, I do appreciate that a lot. And I feel that over, you know, a couple of years, some of the people who've come to these game nights have become friends of mine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's some that are in the Twitch chat now where it's the, they're people who have been become friends of mine thanks to the fact that we have played these games together. And if not for me having this game night and being able to do that, I just wouldn't have those. Um, See, right. all, all of the ones that are currently in that sort of parasocial realm right now, you just gave them like the the end game Jeremy Renner gif of like, don't give me hope. <laughs> I mean, I, I do love I do love the way that you think about your community you know this way and like through gaming obviously like gaming gaming is quite a beautiful thing for many reasons mm. this is one of the major ones in my opinion the way that it brings people together like this because moriarty with his community it's something that i really admire um is that i call your audience your community right um it's more than just an audience like this is your community obviously there are there are folks out there who are not engaged in your extracurriculars right but for the most part like i view you as a community pillar as opposed to like you know uh just someone that people like for content if that makes sense it feels more personal to me it feels more real more legit more tangible um Mm. and i really love that and, and respect that about the way that you've built you know, the folks that you, that you play regularly with. Thank you. Yeah. I I think that that's the thing, right? Like I want for my community to be a community. I want for it, you know, to be a place that you can go and have sort of a, a, a good time and be a part of this thing where you're watching my videos, but also where you feel that you have safety and you can talk about things. Um, I have had one of the members of my community uh, came out to me before. I didn't really know how to react to that because I'd never had it happen before to me, but I appreciate that they felt safe enough being a part of the community to do that. It is still parasocial, um, but you know the fact that this, this individual felt that they wanted to tell me before they told their family um, that they were you know going to be coming out um, I felt that that was, you know, a thing. So you can build these sort of bonds. And I think that the parasocial part is something that we should be talking about a lot more because it is still a bond that you can build uh, and you can build Mm -hmm. it through gaming. But, you know, there is a possibility, I guess. um, I hate to say it. (laughs) There there is the potential that, you know, you can build real bonds with somebody over time. Um, Parasocial stuff is, is very, very, you don't know me. Right. Like if you're listening to this on the the uh, podcast or even in the chat, right, like even if you talk to me a couple of times on Discord, you don't know me, you don't know who I am, you don't. Right. And if you feel that you do and that you're my best friend and you want to murder me because of that, right, like that's the problem. You know what I mean? I've spent literally hundreds of hours with you, and I barely know you. <laughs> I like I mean, I, you are you are one of the people that I simultaneously feel like. I know extremely well, but also know nothing about. So I, I think you're, I think missions, mission success, <laughs> mission success there. As far as parasocial mm-hmm. stuff goes, I, I do think it's, it's a very interesting and uniquely modern sort of problem to have, right? Like 
But that said, maybe not so uniquely modern as we might think, because back in the day, uh, and you guys probably have these too. Well, actually, Brody, I know you have these because you um, mm-hmm. mentioned one of them. Friends that you made before like a, a place like Discord was is like available. Friends that you made just through gaming alone. Yeah. And like we had a guy growing up that we were playing. It was back in the Halo Reach days, the only Halo game that I've ever like really gotten into. Um, and okay. this bull was English. The first English person that I've ever interact with uh, interacted with, um, he, uh, I don't remember what his name was. L- let's call him Tom. Um, but Tom was like, told us that he worked for Microsoft, told us that he worked for like Bungie basically <laughs> like, or I don't, I don't remember. Maybe he, it was Bungie. Maybe it was Microsoft. I don't remember. My but like, dad works at Nintendo. Yes. Well, and he was, he like would tell us, Oh, I don't play with the skin because, people would recognize me and want to like, and just spam me with invites or whatever. Like, and like, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you fellas. I'm pretty gullible. So I don't really know at the time where I stood. I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Oh, shocker. That is the biggest surprise I've ever heard in my entire life. Shocker, dude. Nico being gullible. Oh my God. I'm going to have to think about that later and cry about it. Cause that's Wow. Oh, you should, dude, absolutely worth crying over. And I wouldn't blame any of our audience members for crying over this information as well. That my, that my hard, (laughs) my hard male exterior, (laughs) um, breeds, breeds nothing but a gullible person. But anyway, um, I, uh, to be honest with you, I don't know where I stand on that. I don't know that I believed it, but I also don't want to give myself that much credit. So I, I don't know, but, um, Mm. you know, the rest of the crew, like, and, and to be honest, I don't know that they believed it either. I think he was just a fun guy to play with, and we really wanted it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I want this to be real. Yeah. It's real for me. Right. And so, uh, I mean, he was a fun guy to play with. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, it was fun mm-hmm. having having that guy on the team. Um, yeah. I mean, he was like my first online friend. Huh? Really? And like, I haven't talked to him in years. I don't know what he's did. Again, I don't even remember his name or his user tag or whatever, but like, yeah, it gaming is magic, people. It is. Yeah, it it I, I mean, magic. There's 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 many bonds I've built through gaming. I would say pretty much all of them. But there's also I will say bonds or potential bonds that I have lost because of gaming. Um, because as much as Ratchet and Clank is like the reason I'm here, basically, uh, because that's how I, I bonded with Kevin initially. Uh, it's also the reason that like I didn't make friends with a lot of people in my high school, and mm. because I wanted a PlayStation Three, and they all had the 360, and they uh, were all playing COD, and I was yeah. like, I don't care about first person shooters. I need to see what my what my favorite furry mascots get up to. I need <laughs> the the new PlayStation Three Jack game that's definitely coming out. Mm. So I'm gonna get that instead. In an um, alternate universe, I could have been you. I sold my PS3 to get an Xbox 360. Gosh. Well, lucky, lucky for me, right? Like, mm-hmm. like I was able to convince uh, one of my best friends to buy a PS3, basically purely for for Little Big Planet, and then that spiraled into okay, I can play games with him and Jordan mm-hmm. and, and expand from from there. And now it's you know I have my like core group of friends that have always been like my like my boys since like mm-hmm. kindergarten, right? Um, grade one. And, and things like that that I, I still hang out wait, with t- today. Wait, wait, wait! You were 
you were doing you you were playing Little Big Planet and making friends online when you were in kindergarten? No, no, I'm I'm saying oh, like like okay, okay. I I mean That's... one of my best friends I <laughs> met him literally traveler. by I I walked I walked into kindergarten it was the first day okay. and I went up to this this person I just said hi want to be friends and he was like sure and we're still friends today right like okay. that's um and <laughs> but but he like... was the one that I convinced to get a PS3 later okay. even though he already had a 360 and was playing COD with all of these uh, mm -hmm. other people um god i just imagine like a bunch of oh. kindergartners playing cod while you're playing little big planet <laughs> <laughs> i mean kindergartners have been known to be pretty violent dude maybe cod is maybe cod's the way to go you know what? get you it out of the system just get it going yeah just get it right off the bat dude just throw them right in the deep end show them every every yes. saw movie <laughs> god god I'm just kidding. I do not advocate that for kindergartners. Um, I do. Uh, fellows, I, I do have a, a question that okay. I don't remember which. It might have been M. It might have been Brody. But somebody said they don't remember their last friend. I think it might have been M. Don't remember your last friend that you made like in person by like going up and saying like something. Right. Mm. Um, and I, I you may have seen me writing in my notebook around that time. And it was because I had a question mm. that I didn't want to forget because I do remember where the last place I met an IRL friend was. Um, mm. and that was doing karaoke and I wanted to know, which by the way, if you're not hip to it, doing karaoke is the quickest way to make friends as an adult. I swear to God, good, no. bad, that's actually, doesn't no, matter. that's true. That's no, it true. doesn't matter. I, I, it doesn't matter. Small scale story about that, but that is true. Yes. Everybody goes in with an open mind. It doesn't matter no. how good or bad you are. Everyone goes in with an open mind and they're there to have fun. I digress. Mm. I, I okay. wanted to ask. Is karaoke a game? <laughs> no. Uh, no. 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 What? I mean, like, because I think I it's kind of a game. I think it's, it's kind of well, like the, rock band the, singing. Like, yeah, if you're no. if you're doing rock band singing, if you're doing Sing Star okay. or something like that, I guess. It, and and to, who are we to say that other karaoke is not as valid as Sing Star? It's I, not. Hmm. It's not here's why. Like, are you are you getting points? Depends there's on no what gamification. You're on. It's not a yeah, game. There's, there's nothing. It's, it's just something you're doing. It's like it's an activity. Me speaking in this microphone. Am I am I winning Twitch right now? Am I doing I the know. Twitch thing? I don't know. Are we? Are no. we winning Twitch right now? No, no. That's but that's what I mean. It's <laughs> no, not. It's, it's not a game. It's the same sort of thing as saying that playing that hitting a bat with a ball is is a game. It's not. There is a game that uses that. Right. Baseball does do that, but it's not yeah. a game in and of itself to hit a bat with a ball. Which, you never yeah, played like, bat ball. Now, oh, oh, wait. <laughs> I'm now, just kidding. I, I'm just kidding. I did <laughs> once uh, play, uh, uh, like, uh, oh, what's the Ubisoft dancing game? Uh, dance, just dance, dance revolution. Just dance. Yeah, I, no. I will say I wowed a crowd of people in high school uh, to to Kesha's TikTok while dancing mm -hmm. at a party. So I like, you know, I get it. Like, there's, there's, I get the 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 idea mm -hmm. there. But my karaoke yeah. story is actually just that uh, my wife and I went to an arcade bar. Uh, shortly before we we moved at the time and there was a group of of larpers there and it happened we didn't know but it happened oh to God. be karaoke night that's and awesome my wife was like how many how many drinks do you think it'll be until until like i can until i get the courage to 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 sing karaoke in front of everyone and i'm like i don't know but we're gonna find out uh and so we we sang karaoke with this group of larpers and at the end one of them gave me like their business card a business card and they were like yo you should come LARP with us. Uh, here's here's our info. Here's our like Insta or whatever. And if we if we weren't like just about to move, I, I don't know. Maybe we would have. I feel 
like that. I'm like, that's like yeah. potential friends I could have made. No, I, for I, sure. I've, I've again, never interacted with LARPers again, before. Making friends as an adult, I'm telling you, is the easiest way. Uh, and we don't usually acknowledge chat while we are recording the podcast, but Kevin, the Golden Bolt, our good friend, did say karaoke IRL points are just phone numbers. That's not <laughs> to Brody's point. Yeah, yeah. No, I can. How many business cards have you got? That's your. Do you win? Uh, I exactly. got one the other day, and I'm not kidding. Yeah. I, well, Sean, yeah. Sean has a vendetta against uh, karaoke. I hate karaoke. I cannot do karaoke. <laughs> that it, so I I view myself as the adventurous type. If you're like, hey, let's go out and do something. I am down to do it. I Let's go. Whatever you want to do. But if you tell me to come sing karaoke, no. God, I, will, I will sit there. I'll hang out. But I am not singing there. I will. We are such I, Listen, listen. Dude. I would rather go to a strip club, strip myself, be there, strip myself to do any kind of karaoke. Oh my god! All right, so there you go. Audience. That's our next. That's our next Patreon goal is to get <laughs> yeah. Sean yeah. to strip. Yeah. Speaking of which, Patreon? I'm pretty sure we're going to have a Patreon question of the week. Oh, we oh, absolutely yeah. are. And this week, mm-hmm. okay, what uh, is it? This week, TK Hubworld asks, mm-hmm. seeing as how Moriarty is a disembodied circle, let's mm-hmm. make a cartoon character out of him. If you were to turn Moriarty into a cartoon character, what would it be? To clarify, so to clarify, well, good news, this already exists. To clarify, there is the, the the circle is not actually disembodied. There is a an entire there is a full VTuber model. It, it's not a VTuber. There is a full <laughs> design. Yes, and it's in most of my uh, Discord emotes and things like that. I, However, I would be very curious. I've seen several models. It sounds like. Um, you don't actually know what that looks like, Nico. So I would be curious to know what your cartoon version oh. of it would be. Yeah, I do. I do happen to know what your full model looks like. I am a good friend, um, <laughs> but I also I was I, and also I use the M dab gif all the time. Mm, yes, <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. So I know that one, but I also have seen other iterations of your character's full body, which I think are maybe a little more creative. And maybe a little less PG. And uh, I think that's really funny. It's but true. There, there is a couple said, of uh, a couple of very creative ones that yeah, have there's been some, done. There's some I've funny done, ones. I've done my own rendition, which I wanted to give him a... Uh, I wanted to give him a Wario-style sort of inverse rival character. Um, so Wariarty does exist. Yes. Oh, Wariarty. I feel like Wariarty... I feel like Wariarty would have, like, my build. Yeah, you're right. I feel like I'm Moriarty. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, Very good. Tell I don't me, like that. Tell sense. me I'm wrong. No, tell you're me wrong. I'm wrong. You're, he wrong. Meticulously, no, you're, t- you're totally right, W. He meticulously plans out everything. He meticulously thinks of everything through all the way and thinks about what he's going to say and makes good points that are strung together with transitions and good ideas and generally good structure and easy to follow along to. I'm exactly the opposite. No, I don't think about a single thing before I say it. That, it just well, comes out. You don't, but you also like you sit there and you will think about things you have to worry about later on in the moment. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But you overthink about things way too Oh, yeah. I mean, I, that's anxiety. I mean, I'm talking yeah. about my like so, right now conversation style. Anyway, yeah. I, I digress. You you are so, right about that. But so we're, we're making yeah, a Moriarty cartoon making... character. I, I don't okay. think he. Uh, well, first of all, here's the question. Would he be an animal? And if he were an animal, what animal would it be? And if not, would he be a human? So. Uh, ooh, what animal? Uh, I, I just imagine like a penguin. 
I love penguins. Penguins are my actual favorite animal. They, they I are love my, them. Mine too, penguins actually. and giraffes. These are the two best animals that giraffe have ever was existed. the other yeah, one penguins. I was gonna say. Penguins, penguins and giraffes, are man. my. I love them. Penguins are also my favorite animal. I love just penguins. I love giraffes. I love baby hippos so much. Ooh yeah. Ooh baby hippo could be kind of goaded with the M face. If you think about, take the body from a baby hippo. Did you know that all, and of, this, all of this fan art already exists? Just so we're clear, God, there is a giraffe yeah, me, yeah, yeah. there's a penguin well, me, there's a, a baby giraffe well, hippo I, me. I think if I were to, to take a step back and think about turning mm. M into a cartoon as yes. maybe breaking breaking a pilot for M's cartoon. Because mm. um, I already have one. I'm just yeah. Waiting. I mean, I would say that M would be, if M were in a cartoon, I do think it would be funniest if the premise was that uh, he accidentally ends up in like a physical cabinet in some type of a governing body. And there's some brand new person who just got elected <laughs> and he is just You're there just giving them like <laughs> advice. No, no, I, no I, he's I, just no, he's the cabinet I'm imagining, I'm imagining they open they open it up and it's just like the circle. It's not it's not right. it's else just but the, the circle, circle with like the animations plate. with these animations, right? I, I, and and they're okay. just like and they're just like, oh my god, I'm so new to this. I, I wish mm. I knew what to do. And he's like, uh, hello, can somebody like open this up and give me some fresh air? And then this person just opens it up and they're like, huh? Who are you? And you're like, I'm Moriarty. I live. Uh, I I'm accidentally in here. Can you let mm. me out? And they're like. Well, do you know anything about like about leading this fictional country? And then you'd be like, as a matter of fact, I do. I, I, you'd be like, well, you know, I really well, think that I really think we ought to have a higher standard of living. And then they would just like go and enact a higher standard of living, and that's the first episode, and they're just beloved. <laughs> like and you're Moriarty like, yeah. in the cupboard. That's what you want right, me yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. Get, re get ready yeah. for stuck in a warmonger's cabinet in another <laughs> world. Oh, yeah. I, boy, so I, that's this, a lot more wholesome than mine. Well, it'd be geez. it'd be a good. I mean, you'd so, at the end of it'd be slice of life, right? So, like, mm -hmm. you would okay. end up like the the actual outcome of like the country doesn't really matter. Like, it, it's just slice of life. Your relationship with whoever it is that's the mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. Wait, mm -hmm. basically, you want Corey in the house, but with them? Yes. I see. That, okay. Now, Sean, Gosh, what was yours? Okay. Yeah, sorry, so, Sean. <laughs> I'm immediately thinking like your uh your avatar has always reminded me of Spy versus Spy. So I'm imagining your character being a little more in the chaotic field where you, your character, your cartoon character goes about daily, everyday lives, but you're just an entity um, that kind of just shows up. So like you see someone like arguing and like someone's over off to the side and you're like, hey, here's a bomb. You should put it in their pie. Like you're kind of like that, like, you know, like that slapstick kind of person. Like you're just very like long and like your arms will just long gate pick up stuff like hey you should do this and you just kind of instead of you doing it you push the people to do it watch what happens the smirk is always on your face no matter what <laughs> so yeah, it's I'm, gotta have I'm the smirk. slender m the manipulator yeah yes Ooh, I, I also i love the comparison to spy versus m. spy because he doesn't have a nose and they're yes. all nose yeah so Dude, he's like so the op yes Oh, I'm actually, sorry. wait, that's funny. If you turn the M, if you turn the M face yep. to the side, it's a cone. It's conical. <laughs> <laughs> if you turn uh, the M face to the side, it's conical. It's like Ferb, it's or not Ferb, Phineas. Yeah, okay. Phineas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God.
Oh, that, that, that is... I can't look at it the same now. Yeah, now, now I'm just imagining it. Oh, God. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't, you well, ruined this for me. All right. And how would you, how would you picture yourself as a cartoon? Well, as yeah. I mentioned, there is already a design that exists. So I imagine that I would picture myself kind of like that. But right. if it couldn't be that, if it had to be something yeah, else. Yeah, if it had to be an yeah. original design that you make yourself, what is it? I... You have to make it legally distinct from the current M model. Um, right, right. Right. I don't know. I guess I'd just <laughs> be a circle. <laughs> with was, arm, with kinda... muscular arms and legs. Just a circle with muscular oh, arms and wait, legs. Wait, what, what about if a we whole just... planet? Like he's a whole, like he's ego Hold on, from Marvel Ooh, or whatever. He's a planet. whole planet. I like I that. See that. Here's another idea. Steamboat Willie, but the ears are his face. I, I, my mind did go to Steamboat Willie when Brody said legally distinct. Yeah. So, it's, so, <laughs> so. It's, so both ears are uh, Moriarty. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, looks like we have a lot to go on here, fellas. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, uh, I think it's time to call it. What do you guys think? Yeah. It's a good time to call it. I appreciate every single one of you for hanging out today. Do not forget to like, subscribe, hang out with us in the early show, pre show, which is about uh, 6.30-ish around on Tuesdays. Yeah, Tuesdays. Uh, Eastern Standard Time, of course. Thank you all so much for hanging out. Would anyone else like to say anything before we leave? Continue, continue showering. Continue showering. Take care. You don't have a yeah. choice. <laughs>